Thank you so much for joining the Dr. Whisperer podcast show. I am your host, Sharon Feckety, and you are here to listen to others talk about the business of medicine. Don't forget to subscribe, share it with somebody else that is in the business of medicine so we can all learn together. Thank you for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. And if you haven't been here, where the hell have you been? We're here having great conversations about the business of medicine that ultimately helps the patient, which is actually the goal. So today I am very excited uh, to speak to Ari Tula, who is in beautiful San Francisco. Um, even though I'm not sure if the picture, if you're watching, portrays that you're in San Francisco. Happy but... Montana. <laughs> Montana, a place I have yet to go. Have you been? No, I have to go. You ha- we have to go. Montana sounds amazing. So um, Ari is here to talk to us today about Elo and all the things, because I think we are both, we both share the same um purpose-driven goal of how do we help people? At the end of the day, it's really just about helping others. And sometimes there's um, there's easier ways to help others. So we're going to have a flowing type of conversation with our wonderful guest today. So Ari, why don't you tell us, because you've had such a history, and I'm going to just recommend that everybody just click on your link and find out more about you. So we don't have to take up your whole interview talking about all the things that you have done, but maybe you could give us a little insight as to what you are doing today um, has been the ultimate goal of where you have actually been in life and in business. Yeah. Great to be here, Saren. Thank you. And uh, maybe I take a kind of step back because I always like to um, talk more about uh, the why than the what. Because, you know, we can all read about, you know, people's LinkedIn and, you know, everybody puts a brave face and a good story. But it's often more in- interesting to talk about why people do what they do. Mm-hmm. And I find those conversations always very eye-opening because you, you have a lot of people that you may, might know well, but you don't really know why why they do what they do. And often people are very private about these things. So, um, And I've been, I've been trying to be open because I think there are too few people who talk about, you know, the, the maybe drama or, or the life um, um, senses that they had that, you know, made them who they are. And, um, and I'm doing what I do today, which is um, trying to help people um, get the right nutrition to, to stay healthy and maybe even, you know, reverse um, issues that they might have, like uh, some chronic conditions that are lifestyle-born, like, you know, type 2 diabetes, some heart diseases and so forth. But yeah, I had about 20 years ago, my, my, my wife had a, had a thyroid tumor out of nothing. Like we are, you know, healthy 20-somethings, you know, in love. And then you you find out that you know your other half has like a you know big lump in her her neck mm. and um, and she had never had any issues with health before, so we we get to the you know doctor we we find out what it is and then we we remove it and half the th- thyroid comes out with it. Luckily, nothing you know no 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 cancer no nothing beyond you know so it was um, it was kind of benign in, in that sense. But then it led into a decade of uh, complexity with uh, different autoimmune diseases, hormonal imbalances, and pretty much a verdict that, you know, this unit of two can never have a baby or never be have a family. Mm. And, and that's a tough thing to know when, you know, you find kind of the, the partner in life. 
and then you suddenly are, are given a verdict uh, we even hadn't thought about you know having having family or having babies you yeah. hadn't talked about it but then you have to talk about first about mortality which right. is a big discussion to be had when you're 20 something and then talk about you know later a lot about like what do we want in life and yeah. um, we end up spending about a, about a decade of trying to find a solution for her uh problem and in the end we we after talking to many 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 doctors at probably 50 100 different doctors um different type of you know healthcare providers you know looking at east and western medicine mm -hmm. looking at you know mindfulness and in the end you know we we found out that the diet has a very powerful way of regulating the body and we went into fairly interesting diet at the time uh, very much like a like a keto type of diet today that helped to lower inflammation and then mm -hmm. help the body to heal itself and um, and now we have uh, have two healthy healthy kids uh, oh, around. so it, it's been a really interesting journey and you know in that journey we also had a had a lot of drama when we were trying to get the first baby and you know we, we lost our first son along the way so a lot of you know stuff happened 15 years of kind of battle on one topic yeah. and i learned a lot about um, uh, health health care and and also became health entrepreneur along the way now building a third company in the healthcare space and also built a small investment fund we invest in health tech and and companies focused on human performance human health um and today i think i'm, I'm really mainly focused on thinking prevention what can we do before people are getting sick could we maybe help them to to need less medicine could yes. we help them to actually not get obese and um, and that's my main focus and um, we are doing amazing work when you get sick and my wife you know got great care at the time when she was sick uh, but we are not very good at you know helping people not to get under the scalpel in the first place right so well i'm very grateful to hear that your wife is doing well and that you have a, a beautiful family today that is the most important thing and through the personal experience, it usually does, um, it, it grounds us in what we're doing in our, in our lives and our business and how we're going to, you know, go through this world and, and try to make some kind of a difference. I'm on board with you a hundred percent about, you know, food being medicine and that we are working in a world today of, uh, chronic illness and prevention is 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 the cornerstone of my own life and my husband's life and we are very intentional about how we live our lives today so we don't have to fall into sick care like so many do in the world today so tell us about this company that you are currently um excited about because maybe there maybe this won't be the last who knows what will be next yeah, I was involved in the first one uh, back in ninety late nineties when we were building websites for hmm. um, for big companies, the first websites in Europe, and um, and this is now like I think the sixth new thing I'm I'm, I'm been building. So yeah. there's a there's a trend <laughs> and a pattern. <laughs> so I I think you know it's like um, not like your your kids that you don't have a favorite, but um, when you build companies, you know you you have to let go of the ones that you have built in the past and you know if you sell them or whatever you do let them live their own life beyond you it's always yeah. kind of cool to see but the latest always your your darling in a way so what we do at Ella health uh we are taking data about your body mm -hmm. and uh, we are trying to turn it uh, into the right nutrition plan by using um ai 
AI is a big you know word today. We hear it left and right. I mean, we can call algorithms or machine learning. I mean, AI is often a bit misunderstood at times. We are not a chatbot, you know. Um, we are not using ChatGPT. We built our own system over the last three years that can do pretty good work. And and so the the data we get from your body, uh, there's a big shift that happened in the last decade. Now we have we have a lot of wearable devices. Like I have a Aura Ring and then a Whoop and a Apple Watch. You don't need three, but you know, I'm just <laughs> testing all and um, and and so forth. Uh, we also can do now uh, blood testing at home, um, collecting your blood sample at home, sending to the lab. We can do, of course, you know, a no swap for the COVID testing. We can, of course, do many things like urine testing now at home. Even we can do um, even fairly soon. I think we can do uh, sweat-based uh, glucose testing. Mm. So the idea is that everything is getting smaller and easier and more closer to the patient or the doctor, or the person. We don't need to walk into a lab anymore every time we're going to do the test. We don't need to walk to a doctor's office to get our blood pressure or our weight or our height. We can do it at the convenience of home. And then when we can do that, we can do it not once a year, but we can maybe do it every day. And some things like the heart rate and you know, heart rate variability, we can do every minute or every second. Mm -hmm. So that's the power I think that we are now seeing that there's billions of times more data coming from people's health today than we had a decade ago. And now the question is, what we do about it? A lot of interesting new companies are popping up about using like heart rate, using, you know, like the A50 detection that you know, Apple has. Um, Apple is launching a new Apple Watch, I think, in in a few months that will likely have a blood pressure. That's pretty cool, right? Like, if, what if you blood get blood pressure, pressure on your watch? Yes, very. 24 7, and then, you know, it, it talks to your doctor automatically, your health system. And you can get guidance. Like that's a pretty cool thing. I mean, people yeah. have been dreaming about that for hundred years already. Yes. So the things that we've been dreaming are now happening. Mm. And and what we do, we take all that data. We do blood testing. We do this sort of activity tracking, step, sleep, weight uh, that you are tracking. We get all that flown in the system. And then of course we do a deep questionnaire about your goals and um, and your eating habits and patterns. And then what we do we decided to build a company that is not giving you a PDF that you might want to do A, B, and C or a meal plan. We are sending people the nutrients right onto the kitchen counter automatically. And we modify the plan on every month based on the data we have. So it's like a real-time adjustment system. And in the beginning, the first few years, our goal has been to find and fill your nutrient gaps that you have in your in your body. I mean, I don't know if you have done a full-on blood panel, but you realize that um, nobody uh, has uh, um, SAT 1000 in that test. You know, everybody has something on yellow and red. And system of a body is a very complicated in a way that you fix something, then something else will break. Like you fix your A1C, your blood glucose levels, then maybe your LDL will shift into negative. Maybe your APOB or APOS, you know, LPA, small a, so something is wrong. Some of those are really difficult to move, but uh, the beauty in a way is that if you know more, then you actually know what to do. And today, our first focus was uh, two years ago when we went to market, how do we build a simple manifestation of this idea? Mm. And we built a blood testing system that we do a um, collection at home. We test about 15 biomarkers. We do the connection to the wearables. We do the connection to your health data by collecting the questionnaire. And then we send you uh, supplements in a pill form 
and you get the daily packet that has the right supplements. We realize that there are 120 million people today in this country who take supplements. About 120 million people don't know if they take the right ones or the wrong ones. Right. So we wanted to have a transparency in that one motion that many people do. Many people believe in supplementation, but where they hear about them, maybe a, a podcast like this, somebody is telling them that, hey, I do this and that. That might be totally wrong thing for you to do. Mm-hmm. And while we, we've been doing this, we find out that most people are taking something that we tell them to stop. Right. Many people are taking something that is interfering with the medication and they stop. So those have been kind of findings that we are pretty happy about that, you know, we've been helping people to do the right thing, not the wrong thing. And, and the second product was basically that came out this year. Um, we call it Smart Protein. And uh, that's a powder in the back that has protein, electrolytes, carbs, supplements, vitamins, minerals. And it can be one of them or any of them, all of them. And we can also add greens like athletic greens type of greens into it. Fully customized to you. Uh, we have millions of combinations that we can give you. And you always get your own product. Every bag is different and made for you. So that's been an interesting project because um, protein, it may not, it's not only for the people at the gym and the big bulk guys who are taking a big gulp of protein after. Mm. No, protein is a critical thing for mm-hmm. anyone who is getting to be over 30, 35, 45, 50. And most women who are over 40 don't get enough protein. And that's why they become frail at the old age. How many of your relatives, you know, who are turning 80, they break a hip or they break something. They don't have the muscles anymore to keep the body intact. And then they get, you know, frail. And often when they get frail, you have one broken bone and and then you die in in, in next uh, year. So we want to avoid some of those things. And and I think trying to help people to do the right thing. And also protein is a very powerful vehicle for weight loss. If you take uh, the morning example, you take an oatmeal in the morning or you eat a bagel, or then you have a protein shake that is low glycemic, mm. uh, not not a lot of carbs, you basically eat less, maybe 15% less during the day. That 15% ends up you being obese or you not being obese. Those are big things that will you know, change people's lives um, and easy to do if you know what you're doing. Uh, well, in the future, we are going into you know meal delivery. We're going to have groceries. We have a really cool product coming out this year that I can't talk yet about. Super innovative, new type of uh, supplemental product. You are talking to somebody who's super interested in what you're saying. So let's. I'm just forgetting the audience is there. Just me and you. <laughs> I do think that. Um, well, I think especially because I've worked with so many doctors through the years, I've been introduced to so many different supplements. So I am very like, I don't take any supplements right now. Zero zip, none. I know how important protein is. And I also know that I am different from every human being on the earth. So when I do, just like what you were saying, when somebody says you're 50, Sharon, you should be taking this supplement and you should be having this much protein. I am only thinking, how do you know, doctor or whoever it is, because I am not like everybody else. My my chemical makeup is completely different. So I'm very like, I'm very cautious. And it's, you know, ask my husband. He's always like, how come you don't go to the doctor? I work with them for a living. I could, I mean, I got them all on my phone. I could just text them. 
And I love my doctors. Don't get me wrong, doctors who's listening or watching. You know how I feel about you. But I also know, and I think if God, if we didn't learn through this panorama that we all were living through, that we are so uniquely individual and that some might have a bad reaction to a vaccine and some might thrive. And so some might be good with antidepressants and some might do terrible. There are side effects. So I'm very interested in the the concept of it being so individually based, right? Because of the data. So can you just talk to me for a moment, like I'm two years old, maybe three, because I'll appreciate it a little bit more and tell me how it, just to slow it down of how that works, where you, with technology, I'm assuming, because you probably said it and I'm just like, it's a blur. It's too much information coming in. Yeah. How does it yeah, let's talk about the, su- the supplement piece. That is maybe the most um, understandable, easy thing to to grasp. And you know, I'm 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 not a doctor. I'm right. not a nutritionist. I'm I'm you know, a technologist mainly. And um, I, I've been very deep in this world for a long time. Like I I said already that you know I've been I've been a patient. I've been a um, advocate, and I've also been um, in the trenches trying to you know find solutions yeah. for not only for myself, but you know later I've you know, built a doctor finding site that, you know, used by many tens of millions of people. Many people have, I mean, I don't know, thousands of people ask me who to go to, who is the doctor for them. I mean, so I can't just help so you know, it's so funny that you say that. And I, I love, I, you know, everybody can, like I said before, just, just look you up and look up your company and see what you've built before. But that's what people do to me. Who should I go to? Not with yeah. technology, just because of all of the different wonderful access I have to more integrative types of practitioners. And I think it's so individual. So this is why I'm so very interested in what you're saying. Continue. And I think, you know, we could take that as a, as a kind of maybe one thread here that think about, you know, you want a doctor who is your primary care doctor, somebody that, you know, you want to work for the next decade. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to have a person that you can relate to. It's more important to do like a dating survey mm-hmm. than get, I don't really care if they went to Harvard or, you know, Stanford yeah. or wherever they went. Um, but I do care about, do we have the same outlook in life? Mm-hmm. Maybe my outlook is a bit different. Um, I mean, I, I like to have somebody who's very blunt telling me what to do, not yes. sugarcoat it. That's how I operate. So it has to be a good relationship. But then when I have, if I would have, let's say my knee goes bust and I, I really love my my activities and I still try to be an athlete at the, at the right base I am. And if my knee goes off, I mean, it's a big deal for me to get it right. I would probably mm-hmm. try to find the same doctor who helped, uh, I don't know, Brady or somebody, the best right. doctor. I don't care if they're nice. I don't care what it costs, but I want to get the best doctor so right. I can do the things I love to do for Absolutely. the next 30 years. And I, I mean, then it doesn't matter, like, are we, do you have a rubber? I mean, they don't even talk to me. Let's fix my knee and I'm fine. And give me a good PD program after. So that's the difference, I think, in, in, a, in, a, in a place when you pick a doctor. But then we think about the um, nutrition and, um, and, um, and, and stuff like that. Food is very complicated because, you know, food is our life. I mean, food is our culture. We, are we here to eat or do we eat to be here? I mean, people, some people, they defer to think that eating right. is the main act of living, which mm-hmm. is fine. Um, but the point is that, you know, 
we do now pills and powders and stuff like that that are easier in a sense that you know yes we need to make the powder taste great if you eat the pills you know you're going to swallow them the taste is not a big factor mm -hmm. so we can give you the the right things it's more about the the, the stuff inside is it matching what you have what needs are every doctor knows that their traditional insurance only goes so far dare i say malpractice these are real risks that keep you up at night real risks like you have to consider that. So SRA 831B admin helps businesses fund their own PPP plans. Did you hear that? Does that, is that making sense? So SRA 831B admin helps you mitigate risk and lower your tax liability by putting money in to a vehicle that's tax advantage. You need that. You know, dentists that were deemed non-essential, remember that in the pandemic? The ones that had these 831 plans, they were able to file a business interruption claim and use their tax advantage dollars. So what are you waiting for? Check out SRA 831B admin. You won't regret it. So if I talk about myself, um, I had never taken a supplement in my life before 2021. And uh, I've been pretty healthy i've been this sort of biohacker uh, type mm -hmm. of person for a long time and i mean i don't like the word but you know that's how people call me yeah. and um, i did the test i did uh, i had done full sequencing before many times on dna and we did all the testing you can do i did everything like i don't know 100 different things and we found out that i have uh, my vitamin d was completely in the red i was 15 mm -hmm. and the ideal value is around 60 so i was like completely too low and we found out that i have a mutation in my dna that i don't metabolize sun like most people do if mm. i go out with without a cert i mean i don't metabolize vitamin d like most of you do mm. so i have been low on vitamin d all my life and um, that was the one thing we found another thing we found out that my iron was a bit elevated my sequencing showed that my i'm an iron depositor and we validated with the data of the blood test that i deposit iron in a way that if i have an iron supplement for example or i eat iron with food i might actually get over and i might die that's right. good to know yeah, and, and then know. i also realized that my my hdl level you know has been um pretty okay for a long time my a1c my blood sugar uh, marker has been elevated for 15 years so if i would have done one test my a1c was 5.8 that today is pre-diabetic, it would be alarming in a way. But I saw that it has been same level for 15 years, so that's just how I'm built. Right. Anyway, we found out that my vitamin D level was low, and then my my B was also B12 low. I was a vegan at the time, so I got those two markers up, and I got my iron down a bit. I felt very different. I mean, I I had felt good, like you said in the beginning, like like we talked about. You know, you walk in the in the park, and you know, it's amazing if you can. You know, just walk for 20 minutes, you're going to feel better. How do you right. incorporate that into your life? Same here. When I got those values to be at the right level, I felt more energy. And I'm pretty energetic. Energetic anyway. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm never tired. And I felt even better. So I was like supercharged. I'm like, that's yeah. amazing. Like there's an awesome. outcome. Mm -hmm. And now we have done thousands of people. And we see that, you know, 90% walk into a lot of day. And they have something on the red or yellow. And something that we can influence just by having you the pills. Of course, you know, A1C or 
your LDL is a much more complicated process than your vitamin D that is pretty easy to fix. Mm. Um, so we need to do a lot more. We, we have coaches who work with everybody. Um, you have an access to dietitian on the app 24 seven. So you can get guidance. Uh, but people who have been working with the dietitian the most, who've been very um, active on taking the product every day and adhering well, those people have seen really amazing outcomes. Mm-hmm. Some people have lost on weight. Some people have actually fixed all the biomarkers and actually left the program because they were like, you know, I'm cute. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the, the power that if you are able to collect the data in the beginning and you, you build sort of a nutrition intervention, and then you track the data again after six months and you see something changing, very motivating. So that is giving people a way to do things. And I think we are really not very good at the behavior change in healthcare because we, we see our doctor maybe once a year mm-hmm. and most of that time we'll be collecting data or reflecting back. And then, you know, asking me like, what's wrong? Maybe okay. I had like 15 things over the year that felt is wrong. But then at that moment, in a fear of lab code, I might not remember any of that. And okay. I have like one thing that happened last week and that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to be screening people more often and building longitudinal data so we can actually, like I went to my doctor, I'm at the Kaiser Permanente. I sold my data on Elo app and I had connected all my data from the past into the Elo app as well. So I have 15 years of data. I've been a member at Kaiser for 15 years. I don't have even close as much data at the Kaiser medical record than I have now on Elo app. Wow. And I, he looked at the data and he was like, wow, that's cool. And next week he signed up to Elo <laughs> himself. <laughs> that was a validation for me that, you know, we are doing something right. Oh yeah. I mean, God, I was just thinking about, um, I had, I had gained some weight in the pandemic, like most people, um, just being more sedentary, wasn't too significant, but it really affected me. And I went to see one of my friend doctors and got my protein up and, you know, it was very easy. And I've been on a, a great trajectory ever since, but, you know, because I'm 50 years old, I'm a woman and I gained a little weight. It was this, there was this immediate, like, um, let's test your hormones and let's talk about doing bioidenticals. And it's very difficult, you know, when you are, um, when I, I'll speak for myself, I'm very aware of how I feel, you know, and I almost like you said, like you are, I have so much great energy. I'm, I'm not lethargic. I'm, I'm just, uh, I don't want to take anything if I don't have to, like, that's just the bottom line. And it will be hopefully for the rest of my life. But I do want to, if I find out that I have a deficiency in my D, I have to absolutely um, do something to correct that. And I, the thing that I love the most that I will say is I love nothing more than the integration of technology and health. And to, in my, they're just, there's no better way because you can't, you know, just like in, in finances, whatever the numbers say, it really is. You know, you have to look at the numbers. So I'm very excited to dive deeper into your company and find more out. And um, and you said that there's going to be something new and exciting that is coming. What is that? What is the, the latest part of tell us? Give us give us a skinny right here on the Dr. Whisperer. I, I can't go into the in the detail. Yet. I'm uh, I'm very wrapped on the I tried on, everybody on the NDAs, but but I mean what what are we trying to do on a high level is that uh, because food is so personal 
and yeah. it's so important and it's about the flavor the look the feel the ambience the people around you breaking bread is one of the oldest things we've done as a humans to to become collective become you know uh cities and and family units and whatever and most animals don't do that some do but you know we are you're unique in that sense so how do we build how do we make food into medicine without it looking too medicinal that's mm-hmm. i think the, the challenge we have that you know the pills they feel like pills that you get from your doctor so you trust them and you believe in them but it's not a very natural thing to do to you know gulp a lot of pills in the morning for example More, many people don't like to do that so we're trying to find a new way of doing uh, and giving people the the nutrients you normally have in a pill form as supplement to do it in a new modality that will be pleasant and exciting and beautiful that's what we are we are getting out in uh, in in end of this year and i'm i'm super excited because i think there are millions of people who would like to have a better modality we actually now have one that i think will be very big when we get it out and um, and then you know the protein powder for example it's the white powder so it's a more food like but still you know if you put it into into a shaker and you put water into it and you you know whisk it around it tastes good but I like to make it myself in a way that we, we I put blueberries and avocado and you know make it like a almost like a meal. That's mm-hmm. my my breakfast I had had earlier today, and um, and that's I mean like it tastes really good. But yeah. I think everything that we do, if we want to make food in the medicine, it can't be the. Some people use a word um, medical meal. Medical meal is the meal you get after your surgery at the hospital. That is like the worst food you can imagine. <laughs> So let's not make medical meal, but make make food and nutrition to be, it has to be not only healthier and better for you, but it has to be tasty and beautiful and well-cooked and, and uh, sourced right from the right ingredients. Mm-hmm. If we can do that, we can really, I think, change people's lives because people want to eat tasty stuff. And I mean, what we are against really is the, um, the industry of food where you have people like you know Lay's and and uh, Coke and uh, and all these big companies who have thousands of people worldwide sciencing new concoctions that we call food that are addictive and uh, and uh, exciting to our brain and you know our our dopamines and hormones go crazy when we have one potato chip it's like a perfect food i mean there's a book about it the dorito effect that yeah. talks about uh, how is the food designed for addiction and impacting our brain. It's not built for your for stomach or your body, but to impact your brain in a way you will have to eat more than one. Try it at home. Buy one of those small, not the big pack, small pack of Doritos. Try to eat one only. <laughs> it's almost impossible. Awesome. You're going to eat the whole pack. Well, you don't have to do that to me because I'm sober 29 years and I'm addicted to everything. So when you talk to me and I talk about this very freely, I wrote a book about it, but even in what we are drinking, you know, there's, there's no options for a sober, it's changing, but for a sober woman like myself, who is also in business, I don't, I don't want happy hour. I don't want, you know, I don't drink alcohol. Uh, I would like something that is good for me. You know, maybe there's some electrolytes in this drink or there's something or I can throw some extra protein in something and enjoy a a mocktail of sorts. That's not just, you know, a virgin pina colada. Like we have a we have such a great advantage today because I think 
that we are finally in a time where people really got hit with, I mean, this has been my life for a long time. It's been your life for a long time, like preventative medicine. It's my whole life. Like I haven't taken anything since I was 21 and I'm 50. So my whole life has been that. But I think for most people to realize that, you know, we only get this one temple. We have this one temple and whatever we put into it is going to be our, our life expectancy. And in situations like what happened to your wife, it doesn't have to take something traumatic, right? That was a very traumatic and thank God she's okay. But we don't have to wait anymore to be so sick that we then have to start reversing it. We could actually ingest products. I don't even like the word products, but we can ingest um, beautiful sources to keep us on the planet so we can get to Montana one day, Ari. So we can take your background and, and climb the mountain, right? And I think you talk, said the tech combined with, with health. Yes. Um, I, I think really the, that, that's a really good point. And uh, I would almost say that, you know, healthcare and, and human health is really data and has been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Since we started to, to track the, the blood pressure and the weight and height and, you know, first things to do when you go to your annual physical is to get your weight, your blood pressure, and then a few questions about do you smoke and, and are you feeling good? Are you moving? Mm-hmm. That is about data collection. And that mm-hmm. happens very infrequently, like we already said. And I think now when we are getting more and more uh, data flowing from our bodies to different places, uh, it is going to be very exciting when we're going to have real-time view into things. And a couple of things that I really have found inspirational and, and exciting for me personally, have been um, having for a glucose monitor now, TCM for you know many years. Um, it really has given me a new appreciation of the fact that uh, it can give me feedback loop on my my nutritional eating behavior in a in a fifteen twenty minute uh, time horizon. I'm not diabetic. I don't have type two diabetes. My A one C is like I said on a high level of the normal, optimal. But for me, it was eye-opening that I had I, I had eaten um, um, oatmeal most of my life. It's, I'm from Finland, so it's very common, you know, oat, right. oats are common, you know, mm-hmm. grass and, and you eat oats. It's a big deal. We have, you know, oat bread, we have a rye bread and stuff like that. But anyway, I had it done it for 25 years and then I realized when I started to use the monitor that I'm spiking like crazy every morning, mm. like really wild, like 159, 200 even. And I spoke for long, I spiked for a long time. So what, what to do about that? I, I cut oatmeal away, and then I found out that you know, white rice for me is not working at all. I'm, I'm spiking crazy. Same with mm. corn and tamales and stuff. And I, I did a lot of, you know, maybe, maybe three years of exploration on this topic. Spoke to the people who did the blue, blue, blue zones and, you know, spoke with hundreds of people. And many podcasts like this, uh, many people gave me feedback. And um, realized that um, ancestral diet is a real thing. So I come from Finland, very narrow uh, scene pool of people who were stranded in this small country that looks quite a bit like Montana, right. uh, that you have berries and game and, and, and fish. You don't have any, you don't have wheat, you don't have rice, you don't have any um, fruit, basically, because so north. Mm-hmm. And um, that is the climate my ancestors, not my, my parents, because they were already, you know, 
living in abundance, but you know, if you go behind like four, five, six, seven generations, they have defined my makeup, my DNA, my uh, reaction to, to food. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, no surprise, I get rice or some fruit or the, the corn that none of my ancestors ever saw. And I'm spiking like crazy because my body is really good at taking that glucose and using it because it hasn't been very common to get any. Yeah, They live like a paleo type of diet still like 100 years ago in, in, the, in the northern Finland where I'm from. So that was a big epiphany for me that, you know, getting that sensor, I was able to learn about this a lot more and build like a, a habit and built maybe even like a playbook for myself, how to eat. And you said, I think that people are, we are unique. I think we are all unique to some extent, but mm-hmm. I think we are also tribal in a way that you can find maybe, I don't know, seven, eight archetypes of people. And if you, we know you one of them, then we can get your nutrition to be pretty good uh, or even the treatment plan to be pretty good automatically. So you might not need to do all these things like I have done. And the one thing that I really like to talk about that has been, has been really cool, um, I, I don't really know how to put it in words, but I got the glucose monitor on first time and I started to see the spikes. You know, sometime later, I didn't track anything anymore. I didn't log my food anymore. I was just looking at it every day. And then after two years, I had found and developed a new sense in my body. Now I can feel the glucose rising mm. when it does. So the data feedback loop, the game with the sensor, it, it helped me learn a new sense in my body. Mm. And that's pretty cool. And it's that fun. is something that I think we can create. Like, think about what else we could do. This is the first ever sensor that we can see a real-time impact on food. There will be many more. I don't know if you know this, but for example, when you have an Apple Watch, it is tracking your heart rate ongoingly. Same with the Whoop and Aura. Mm-hmm. You eat something that you are sensitive to, allergic to, or it's not good for your body. Your heart rate will tell that within the next five minutes. Your heart rate will increase if you are eating something that is not good for you. Mm-hmm. So we could better use heart rate to detect allergies and foods that you are not coping well with. That's pretty cool as well. And nobody really has done that yet. Uh, but we are finding all these things when we collect more data. And we are still in the infancy. I mean, we are talking about the, the DOS. I mean, if you think about PC before you had Windows, that's right. where we are today. Think about when we get the Mac OS or the iOS, the, the iPhone UI in 10 years. How different the world will be when you have a patch in your, in your back or in the front that can take 100 different biomarkers, including maybe some of the blood biomarkers in real time. And that will be then related to the web, relate to your doctor office, relate to the AI. I mean, healthcare will be so, so different because we actually will know a lot more. And today, I debate about this all the time with, with different people. And uh, I'm all, all, all in for prevention and testing early. Even if the testing modality is not perfect, I'm saying that if we can test everybody longitudinally, we're going to find out this sort of a universal truth of health. Mm. We don't have a theory. We have a theory of you know, relativity. We have a theory of you know, black holes. We don't really have a theory of, of nutrition, for example. I think we're going to build that in the next 20 years. And then it will be much easier for people to navigate because you will not eat the bad food day after day after day after day 
if your sensor will tell you, or, you know, your glasses will have like a VR view or AR view that says pull up, pull up, pull up, like they already have on every fighter pilot when they are going down. It says pull up. Same thing. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. We won't do it if you see the bad effect to your body. And maybe even seeing in real-time basis how much you are cutting your life expectancy if you get, you know, hammered three Mm -hmm. times a week. Oh my God. Yes. You know, yes, I am. I am excited that I am living in the time where we're having this conversation and I want data and uh, protein and supplements and tracking everything. And I want body scans and, and I don't want to go to the doctor that much. And I want, I want, I feel good. We all know that we feel good when we eat good, real, healthy food. It's just, if you've had it consistent like in your life, when I eat anything that is sugar or like, I don't, I don't, I can't remember the last time I had like a cheeseburger or, you know, I just, you can feel it in your body. And I went through a time in my life where my face was swollen every time. I couldn't figure out what it was. And I, of course, refused to go to the doctor, which is crazy because I work with doctors. I wanted to know what it was that I was eating, you know, that was causing this. I still don't have it a hundred percent. I think I know what it is, but I don't, I don't want to be tested so much. And then given these supplements, if that data, like you're talking about doesn't exist, because I know that we are all individuals and, and how my makeup, I, my family's from Dublin, you know, I can't eat mashed potatoes, that doesn't work for me. That seems to be, you know, a lot of what we eat, very, you know, bland food and a, a lot of carbohydrates. I can't really eat bread. It doesn't work for me. So anyway, I'm sure we could go on forever, but I'm very excited about what you're doing. Very excited that you have worked in the industry and been, you know, this entrepreneur that keeps keeps opening companies that will ultimately help us all live a better life. And that's, that's what it's all about, right? How can we help one person live a a better life? So I appreciate you being part of that and all the information to find out more will be attached to the show notes. And I look forward to you coming back after, you know, this next surprise and, and talking about it more freely. So thanks for being here today, Ari. I'm so happy that you're, uh, trajectory of life with your wife and children is a happy and healthy one. Great. Thanks. Thank you. Don't forget to mitigate risk. Visit 831B.com for more information.